0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Happiest Hour on Earth. We're going to start tonight's episode with a question. Have you ever felt a little reluctant to tell someone that you're a Disney fan because you think they're going to think of you as someone who just watches kid movies all day? And, uh, you know, Yes. (laughs) yes, I've been there. We've been there, right? Well... We are going to be talking tonight about why we watch Disney movies, but not kid movies. And so, you know, our Disney movies, kid movies, technically, yes. We don't really watch animated movies outside of Disney. And so we kind of wanted to break down the reason why. And I think there's a lot that goes into it. You might be in a similar boat. You might just be park lovers, Disney park lovers, and not really watch the movies. You might be a Disney fan that watches Disney movies, but also watches illumination movies or dreamworks or whatever it might be but we're really excited tonight to talk about why we watch disney movies what makes them different than other animated studios and and all of that so kind of going back to the disney adult topic that we have discussed in previous episodes that we just love talking about and so i'm really excited to jump into this episode and just kind of break everything down so with that let's go ahead and jump on in let's do it right before we get started on this episode if you are watching on youtube if you could go ahead and click that like button and that subscribe button that helps out our show so much we're almost at 700 subs super exciting um and then also if you're listening on a podcasting platform you could go ahead and click the follow button and on spotify you could click a little five star super super easy on apple podcasts you could do a five star you could write us a review you could just say like Love this podcast. Very easy. Best very short. Podcast, it takes one minute. Yeah. Best podcast ever. <laughs> it really supports our show so much and we can't thank you enough for that. Also, we have some links in the description below. If you want to save on some coffee, candles, Disney teas, Disney vacations as well. Or if you want to shop some happiest hour merch, you know, you want them. Oh, yeah. now, just kidding, you, you, you can go it. check out our merch store <laughs> over there. Um, but some fun stuff, everything that goes to help us but honestly most of the money will probably go to our
1: baby diapers yeah and
0: (laughs) and toys but no money for us yeah no no money for us what happens uh,
1: when you become a parent
0: yeah exactly money
1: goes to the kids
0: (laughs) yeah for sure but anyways let's go ahead and jump into this episode
1: i think that the first thing we wanted to talk about was are disney movies considered kid movies obviously yes from the beginning that's like what they were about you know they were meant to be for kids Mm. going all the way back to snow white and pinocchio and all the originals it's like you know obviously they were meant to be for kids but i think over the years we can all agree that they've grown to become something that someone from any generation can appreciate i mean especially due to the fact that those movies came out so long ago now i mean
0: the 30s yeah yeah. like
1: our grandparents basically were growing up on the original disney movies so honestly they they extend through the generations and i think that we can all appreciate them for that now at this point you know Mm. we're in our 30s our kids are still growing up on a lot of the classics i feel like i mean our son still loves peter pan to this day and that's from the 50s you know. It's like you can just appreciate them for the incredible stories and the animation and the characters that we all know and love, the music. There's just so much to them to love. And I think it doesn't just stick to kids, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: because I think that's the thing, too, is when we're talking about it generationally, like our literally our grandparents. So. Pretty much everyone that we, you know, within our close family grew up on Disney movies. I mean, Mm -hmm. our parents were what, like 60s. So before that, you know, their parents, our grandparents were probably a little bit older when, you know, like Snow White came out. But Mm -hmm. still, um, I'm trying to remember when my grandparents were born. I I don't remember, but I'm assuming they're like pretty young at that point. But the cool thing is, is that they get to show their kids, our parents, movies that they grew up on. And then our parents got to show us movies that they're that their parents watched and that they watched as a kid, mm-hmm. and then the new ones coming out. Like it's just it's cool because we get to show our kid some of our favorite movies. Yeah, I mean even like even movies like Emperor's New Groove. I know that's not yeah. like a classic classic, but we get so, to show him a movie that we thought was hysterical when we were kids, and then showing a movie and being like this came out before your grandma was even born Mm -hmm. and it's there's they still hold up to this day yeah yeah agreed and no other no other film studio has that kind of legacy Mm -hmm. you know and and when we're thinking about legacy um it's not just u.s based i mean disney movies are really a part of like culture all around the world all around the world, people have grown up with these movies. Um, mm. So it's not even local to hear, but it's just it has such an impact globally. And it's just yeah. awesome to see. Um, but I, I thought it was very interesting as we were thinking about this episode to talk about kind of the how it spans the generations and why no other studio really has that um, that kind of core that Disney does is because they didn't really have competition – like major competition until about the 80s and 90s. And so I'm going to be listing off some movies that you guys have probably seen in the past, but you could understand why, you know, these might be great movies, but it doesn't really hold itself up to Disney. So Mm -hmm. um, Disney's first real competitor that kept up with them was the Don Bluth Entertainment Company? There might have been some like way back in the past, but those are movies that you just don't don't really hear about mm-hmm. today, right? Yeah. Um, but Don Bluth Entertainment. This was created by former Disney animator Don Bluth and some other Disney animators, and so. They split from the company right around the Fox and the Hound, so uh, Bronze Era, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And they cited their reason for leaving was dissatisfaction over the studio's bureaucracy and the churn-em-out type of attitude when filmmaking. And so I think I think we're almost in a similar phase right now with Disney movies is that they have to put one out every year, and they're just kind of like pumping out movies. And so yeah. that probably led to Don Bluth and some other animators leaving at that time because the bronze era was not really the best in Disney filmmaking. Um, but they split, did their own studio, Don Bluth entertainment. They created the secret of Nim*, which was 1982, something we didn't really grow up with. Mm-hmm. Um, an American tale. Um, I grew up with a little bit in 1986. That was FIFO, like that little mouse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then land before time. Nineteen eighty-eight. Yes. Good. Stuff. They made yes, All Dogs Go to Heaven, nineteen eighty nine. Thumbelina, I grew up with as well, nineteen ninety-four. Mm-hmm. And Thumbelina was the last great hit from the Don Bluth entertainment mm-hmm. company. Um, but that was if you look at that, that only they only competed with Disney for about a decade. And then they they kind of went under. Um, it was shut down and they ended up becoming a part of Fox animation studios. And so here we got Anastasia, which was 1997, which a lot of people love Anastasia. Great movie. Um, mm-hmm. Bartok, the magnificent. I didn't even know what that was. 1999 heard of it. Titan, AE, I have some friends. If I you're know. listening to this podcast, yeah. uh, will and Christian, they're like the biggest Titan, a E dudes in the world that Don't came out in 2000.
1: Of it?
0: They do have a tattoo that is, is from <laughs> like kind of from that something? movie. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's so right. good. And then, Fox animation studios that went under that became blue sky studios. And so blue sky studios created ice age 2002 that we Mm -hmm. grew up with robots, 2005, um, Rio 2011. That was kind of like when we stopped (laughs) watching animated movies, like outside of Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, and now they live with 20th century animation, which is Disney owned once the Fox merger went through. So, Mm -hmm. but you could see that like Disney has been the same studio, Ever since the thirties, you know, yeah. uh, with Snow White and this went through multiple different things. So it was always changing. So it didn't really have that, that, um, that I keep going back to legacy, but that's exactly what it is. But mm-hmm. we had a second competitor in like the two thousands. These are also movies that you guys will know. Um, first it started off with Amblimation, which is like Amblin entertainment, ET, mm. all that kind of stuff. Um, they made an American tale. Fifle goes West. Then they Hmm. did Balto in 1995, which you were a big Balto girl. Grew up on Balto. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that uh, Amblin, Amblimation, if I'm saying that right, was started by Steven Spielberg. Him and Don Bluth actually worked together. Then they split that's when mm. Steven Spielberg did amblimation but they really only made those two movies there might have been one more in there that just didn't do too well amblimation turned into dreamworks animation that we we all know we love we love their movies they are great um that went that became dreamworks with Steven Spielberg and former chairman of Disney Jeffrey Katzenberg so a lot of these people came from Disney to create their own thing mm. um so this was kind of you know renaissance era because this was like in the 90s compared to don bluth leaving in like the bronze era was this new um animation studio so dreamworks their parent company universal uh they came out with prince of egypt first 1998 great movie gosh that music so incredible um shrek in 2001 come on we gotta we gotta give our love to shrek we love shrek um madagascar 2005 um I, I grew up with it. I grew up with Kung Fu Panda 2, 2008, and How to Train a Dragon. But then after that, I kind of dwindled off. Mm-hmm. They, they're, you know, big one right now is Trolls. There's yeah. so many Trolls movies now. I think it's Trolls 3. Um, That was 2016 when it first came out, and they just keep making those Trolls movies. But by that time, I was like,
1: yeah, come on, I think it doesn't right.
0: hold up. You know, that was in the 2000s. They're still going strong today, but they also have that third competitor, which is Illumination. Uh, from Sony But they're distributed by Universal If I got that right That's why we mm. see a lot of Illumination films In like, you know, Universal, Universal Studios. Studios Yeah, yep. yeah. Despicable Me That came out in 2010 uh, Secret Life of Pets 2016 Sing 2016, that's also like really big With the kids mm-hmm. I, There's like a lot of songs that kids sing And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what yeah. that's from
1: yeah, And me it's like too. from Sing
0: uh, <laughs> And then Super Mario's Brothers movie And um, there's a new movie, Migration, coming out 2023 But We could see that, like, all these are either recent or they've been around for a little bit, like the 80s, 90s, but they've fallen, they've, like, collapsed and, like, turned into something else. And it's not, like, the legacy that Disney has. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in the future of these studios, like, DreamWorks is still around when our kids are older and they have kids. DreamWorks can definitely be kind of like a new... Disney for them because it survived through so many decades. But Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so we could see a shift in that future where Disney isn't as, you know, the, the The one that reigns supreme, you know, but I don't know. I mean, we also see that with like the Academy Awards, like the Oscars, um, Disney wins like most of those animated, you know, Mm -hmm. best animated movies, but we have seen them lose a few in the past couple of years. Um, We just
1: haven't been quite up to par, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, I feel like, since there's been just a really incredible Disney movie that blew us away.
0: And they go back and forth, right? Like, some years it's Disney that wins, sometimes it's Pixar that wins, Mm -hmm. DreamWorks wins some. I know last time it was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Mm -hmm. that one Best Animated Feature, but thankfully, like, Disney has... Disney and Pixar that are in the running. And so it kind of shifts back and forth between those, but it's just very interesting to see because I think now there is a lot more competition that doesn't really hit with us because we didn't really grow up with it. Like DreamWorks, of course, but they over, I mean, Shrek got oversaturated. I know people are talking about like, let's not do a toy story five. And I'm like, I'd rather a Toy Story five than like a Shrek, what six or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how, how many, many Shrek movies there are, but like that means a lot more to us um, than that. And as we look at Shrek and we look at Toy Story, Shrek is really fun, but Toy Story has a lot of lessons, so which I think is to it, yeah. our next point. Like just the lessons that you could pull out of Disney. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to take that? Because there's there's so many things, especially Pixar. Yeah, I mean, there's so many lessons that can being true for everyone
1: yeah i think we all can agree to that i mean pretty much any especially pixar i guess movie has something very important to take away from it usually at the end of the movie i could say that for pretty much all of them it's it's hard to think of one that doesn't have like something very heartfelt that you can learn from even as an adult you know Mm. i'm thinking of Like finding Nemo is so great with just the father-son relationship and learning how to, you know, relate to each other, Um, especially as parents. That's like such a (laughs) such a good one, just learning the balance of being too overly protective versus not protective Mm. enough and that kind of thing. And, you know, obviously Toy Story, there's just so much. To, to relate to in terms of just growing up and growing out of the things that you loved as a child but also just keeping that that love for those things mm-hmm. we obviously love toy story three we've talked about that recently <laughs> and that's the one that just kind of wraps up everything with andy and you know we were kind of his age all throughout from the beginning to when he went off to college and so we can really just relate to that like growing up and just kind of missing the innocence of your childhood and the, the toys that you loved so much and, um, just the nostalgia of that. So Mm. that's such an important
0: one. I don't know. And that's the balance of that is so good because our son enjoys toy story three because it's a fun adventure. There's a lot of, there's a lot of great moments in that movie. He, he doesn't take the whole Andy, Growing up thing. I don't think he really takes that to heart because he just. Yeah. When he sees Andy giving the toys to Bonnie, he's thinking, Bonnie, you know, someone is so nice and they give me toys where we're thinking about it as from Andy's perspective. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Like growing. It's so hard to grow. Like everyone has to grow up and there's exciting things about growing up. But that also means losing a little bit of yourself
1: mm-hmm. while
0: also when you see Andy playing with his toys one last time, like being able to tap back into that childhood um, is just so sweet, but it's, it's cool because kids watch those movies with one perspective while adults totally they They always have a different perspective that parents can have. And I think that goes back to what Walt Disney said about the theme parks is that he wanted to create a place where kids and their parents can have a great time you know mm-hmm. that that parents can have fun with their with their kids. Yep. I think that goes that relates
1: to the movies
0: exactly with the movies. There's while you're watching it, like I would zone out in a new. Oh, like yeah. if I went to see Migration, I would maybe zone out a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just being harsh. I think I have this like bias towards Disney, where like anything that's not Disney, I'm like.
1: It's like, do I really need to take the time? To do watch I really need it? to watch a
0: kids movie? Like <laughs> Disney, I will watch, of course. But like anything else, like I don't really know if I want to watch a kids. Movie. I don't know if you guys are similar. Uh, Let us know, but um,
1: obviously there's some really good non-Disney animated films. Yeah, we had plenty of our own favorites that we were mentioning in there. There's, you know, there's quite a few that were really good. I haven't seen a lot from the studios. um, That in a while, those favorites now. Yeah, Yeah, like those were a lot of favorites. Yeah, Shrek, Ice Age. Balto, another one. Not even sure what studio it was from, but one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> I don't know
0: what you're talking about.
1: Iron Giant.
0: Oh, Iron Giant. That is yeah. an
1: incredible animated okay, yeah. movie. That is that is so. No good. idea what animation studio did See, it. That's actually. the thing.
0: You don't. It's, yeah, it was it's just like, like you a one-off movie. You that was really good. Like DreamWorks, I like kind of was like, oh, it's a DreamWorks movie. You go back to that kid who's fishing on the moon. Mm-hmm. Like that is something. But, like, for that, there's no, oh, it's this. You know, yeah. with a Disney movie, you're like, of course it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Did you get, okay, wait, side break, too. Would you guys ever get mad, like, gr- growing up and, like, being a Disney person when someone's like, oh, Shrek, yeah, yeah. oh, Disney movies are the best. And you're like, like
1: oh. No. Oh,
0: and you don't want to be that person who's like, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and that wrong. was me all the time. I'd cringe all the time. Very Like, cringy. even Despicable Me, i would oh be like, oh, is that disney or pixar you're
1: like (laughs) like my heart
0: (laughs) uh it's so rough but um the other thing i wanted to bring up too and i had it you already touched a little bit on music but i think there is something music definitely sets disney apart from everything else where yes i know like i said there's like kids who love the music from from sing it's like aren't those just like it's different it's not like yeah, when you hear a Disney song,
1: you know it it's does
0: Disney. something to you, mm-hmm. and that goes back to the generations too, because you've heard these songs forever. And it's not even like a sing songy, like even like the main hits, just the score. You hear that score, and mm-hmm. you're like, you're transported to you like sitting on the floor, like watching an old big TV, you know, in yeah. your living room. Like there's something about that, and they've they've had amazing songwriters all throughout their you know their movies and. It does strike a chord within you. Mm-hmm. that you're like, "Oof, that yeah. is that is something magical there." Yes,
1: it taps into your childhood every time you hear those songs. Yeah. All the way back to the beginning, literally oh. back to Snow White and Pinocchio.
0: Just the overtures mm-hmm. at the beginning of those movies. So I was doing beautiful. that the other day just like listening to Snow White the first ever song in a, you know, feature length animated movie. And just that overture, how it starts. And you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I remember listening to that. Yeah. You know, and your parents will remember listening to that
1: Mm -hmm. and their
0: parents, too. It's it's so cool. It's so cool. It goes
1: all the way back. And it has continued. I mean, every Disney movie that comes out, I feel like they make sure that there is all good music, but there's always like one that is like the song. And even with Wish. Yeah. Wish. There's a great one and yeah i mean frozen like all the the favorites that have come out within the last like five to ten years movie wise there's favorite songs that like kids Mm -hmm. and adults just fall in love with i feel like music has always been an integral part of disney movies
0: yeah it's always it's it's really like always the best of the best and that's not to say that Every Disney movie that has come out recently, or even Pixar for that um, matter, are the best of the best because yeah. there there has been There's some been duds, but overall, blocks. usually everything from music to animation to story is usually as as top tier. Yeah, top tier. And yes, I feel like we're a little bit in the, in a lull. We did really like wish you know it wasn't mm. it wasn't. You know, the best thing ever it wasn't like, uh, you we'll know, quite
1: the same quality yeah. as some of the other favorites. Mm-hmm. Like
0: there's a lot of movies in the revival era that, you know, really stick out. Um, Wish, you know, is maybe not as good, but I think our kids will remember this movie a lot whenever they do watch it. He, he hasn't seen it yet, but mm-hmm. I think this one will be kind of a staple. And maybe it's just something about a new movie and we're more critical as we get older because we I've had so many amazing movies. Critical, yeah. yeah, that's the hard thing about Disney movies is that they're all so good. And this is
1: Disney and talked Pixar. about with Pixar
0: too: is that like every Pixar movie is just absolutely amazing. So you create one that's just that's a good movie. A good movie seems like a bad movie
1: because
0: everything else. That that's kind of how I felt about. It's hard. It's a tough thing to. Luca. Yeah, like it was. I liked it. It was cute.
1: There was nothing like bad that I didn't like about it, but it was just kind of like I haven't watched it since.
0: Yeah, the the um the crazy thing that they're doing right now because Soul, Turning Red, and Luca Mm -hmm. all came out on streaming. Mm -hmm. Now they're putting those back in theaters, and so I I think I've I've thought about this as well, and we're kind of going a little bit off the the rails, but I love talking about this stuff. I think people like movies better when you see it in theaters. I love mm-hmm. streaming for shows and stuff like that. I tend to get a little bit distracted when I'm watching movies at home. So if soul turning red and Luca were in theaters and we saw them in theaters, would we be more focused and like them more? We, we do, we do like the turning red the least. Um, yeah. I think it was like, I don't know. soul Luke, uh, turning red, I don't know. Maybe yeah, something like probably. that. Um, but there is something very special about seeing a movie in theaters. Just for the like,
1: first time. For the yeah. first like, time like in when theaters, you yeah. For the first time in the theater, you can just really focus on things more. And it's like...
0: It's at the scale that you would love to see it in, yeah. Yeah,
1: no distractions. Um,
0: we noticed that with um, Haunted Mansion, too. Mm-hmm. Is that we saw Haunted Mansion in theaters. It was our first movie for such a long time because we had kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went, and we had such a fun time because it's like fun on a movie, like just being at our favorite theater mm-hmm. and like all this stuff, the vibes were just right. And we, and it really kind of Elevated led to a really, yeah, a really, yeah, <laughs> really nice experience. Then we know some people who just saw it like at their house and they didn't really like it as, as much. Um, and maybe they're just more sober minded, I guess then, you know that, but the theater does kind of amp things up. So yeah, I do love the theater experience. I think we should continue the, the, putting movies in theaters i would be heartbroken
1: if theaters like ceased to exist i know it feels like so many studios are just going right to streaming and it's like it's like kind of nice if you have a hard time getting to the theater but at the same time it's like the theater experience honestly makes seeing a movie so much more fun yeah it's so much more of a like experience like more yeah. of a like a just exciting you get the sound, thing you get the
0: visuals yeah, yeah. so get your uh,
1: popcorn and candy that you literally only ever get when you're at the theater yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and soda oh it's
0: so good uh, <laughs> like
1: that's only a theater experience so you just like soak it up when you do it yeah i hope theaters don't go away i know they it need be to
0: so sad they do need to keep with it so that definitely plays a role in into it as well i believe but mm-hmm. um So the last point we want to touch upon here is that another reason why we watch Disney movies and don't watch kid movies, uh, going back to our main point here, is that we have memories with the films that are outside of those films. So like the parks, right? We have so many memories tied to the parks that when we are taken away from our favorite place, we watch the movies because it Really reminds us of a place that we just cherish so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. I had that exact experience after my first time going to the park when I was a teenager, when I really fell in love with all things Disney, but really the park. Um, coming home was like so depressing from that trip. It was just like, had to go back to, you know, school and regular life. And I was So bummed out, but I was like, well, I just have to watch all the movies now to make me like feel that connection again. So I really like dove back into watching all the Disney movies and it's, yeah, it's so cool that we have that ability to just like feel, feel the, the Disney magic that the parks bring Mm. when we're at home because we have all these movies, so many movies that you know, have been around forever mm-hmm. that can just bring that like comfort to us when we're at home
0: and even if there's not a ride at the park from the movie that you're watching there's usually the music that's mm-hmm. from that movie that is you know in a certain land or something like that and so it's like really all the senses of like hearing something you might have heard at the park seeing characters that you met at the park or like seeing a ride, you know, that you've been on at the park, but like at your own home. And it just brings you back to such a wonderful place. And, um, and it is really cool. The, the funny thing is when I met you, you had recently within the past, what,
1: um, years or two, maybe like really got now.
0: that love for the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. I went to the Disney parks every year, but I didn't really watch Disney m- movies like on the regular mm-hmm. i mean what we're like 15 16 so i was yeah. kind of like out of it i was like i love the parks like the cool rides but like not the movies um i mean i love the movies but i didn't like sit down and watch them but yeah when i met you and you were all about the movies, so you really like reignited my passion for like watching the movies and that just kind of became a thing that we love to do together mm-hmm. It reminded us of our memories that we made at the parks too yeah i remember that
1: one of our first times hanging out,
0: we watched Cinderella. Yep. Cinderella always have a special place in our hearts because of that. Always. Yeah. Our first and, Disney movie we ever watched.
1: And the way in which he proposed to me was very yes. Cinderella related. So it was. It's a special one for us.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah,
1: we'll always love the movies. They're they're just they're a part of us. I feel like mm-hmm. they're part of so be. many
0: people's lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but maybe, maybe when we get like really old or like our kids will get really old, there's going to be like a huge thing of
1: One Shrek of lovers. Studios. You're going to be like, man,
0: Shrek was a classic <laughs> 2001. It, so, it, it is a classic. classic. Yeah. Oh my but gosh. It came out quite. over 20 years ago. Yeah.
1: <gasps> Crazy. Yeah. That is weird. But,
0: um, but, it, it, but it's in... different now, but it, I mean, it's like Disney, Disney now, the next couple of generations will probably see some of these studios not maybe necessarily on par mm-hmm. with disney but up there a little bit so um but i
1: think we'll no. always know that disney quality which reaches all the way back to the 30s will always be yeah the the best of the best i mean yeah you know they they've hit their slumps throughout history and I think that we're kind of in one now. But
0: they always bounce back.
1: But they do bounce back. And even so, the ones that we have are head and shoulders above the other movies that are good from the other studios and they're like, you know, they're classics in their own right and we still love them, they still will just never hold a candle, I feel mm-hmm. like, to the the quality of Disney and yeah. Pixar.
0: And the the crazy thing too is that Bob Iger recently just talked about this said i think we have been i mean to this extent like churning out movies a little bit too quickly and he said they do want to focus more on quality Mm -hmm. over quantity soon um now there are a lot of movies already in the pipeline so we're probably gonna do that but i think they do have to kind of find their their magic again even Mm -hmm. though we liked wish um there's been some we haven't Seen recently, so we'll have to end up watching those. But curious um,
1: to see how Inside Out 2 yes. is, mm-hmm. and then Toy Story 5 when that time yeah. comes. Yeah, well,
0: both Pixar. I forgot what Disney's next film yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know be. what
1: Disney has coming up necessarily.
0: I think they are coming out with a movie next year, but I don't think Disney has really come out and said what it's going to be yet. Yeah. So that will be interesting. I know um, Frozen
1: three? 3 will
0: be out soon. Three. I'm not sure if that's next year or the year after, but. All very interesting. That is why we tend to watch those Disney movies but don't really watch other ones. But I wanna know, do you guys watch movies from other uh, animation studios? If you don't, what are the reasons? Are they similar to ours? Do you have your own reasons for that? Let us know in the comments below. Or, you know, hit us up on Instagram. Let's start talking over there. It'd be great to just hear you guys' thoughts. Because I think this—I think there are a lot of people who are in a similar boat as us. So we would love to hear from you. But thank you all so much for your love and support. It truly means the world to us. And we are super excited for what's to come in the new year. We have some episode topics already. But we would love to hear from you if you want to you know have us discuss anything let us know on instagram or on youtube so we could uh talk about something that you want to hear us discuss but we love you guys so much and we will catch you guys next week see you then guys bye
1: bye